Yeah, I'm Jim Nolan. I'm a private investigator working for my dad's firm in Boston. Perhaps you've heard of dad, Albert Nolan? A lot of his cases were written up in PI Magazine. He and Gladys, that's my mother, have been running this office since I was in high school. Now dad is missing. He hasn't returned from investigating the Laurel case up in Maine. I've come back to work with mom until he returns. He will return. I will find him. It's only a matter of time. Misfits Audio is proud to present Jim Nolan, Private Eye. Episode 12 is entitled Father's Day, Part 2. In Part 1 of Father's Day. Don't be so hard on yourself, kid. Naturally, you wouldn't have suspected that Trudy had any connection to this. Why would you? The important thing now is how do we use this information to find Albert? No. She mentioned something about visiting a friend of hers. Where does this friend live? In Maine. Brunswick, I think Trudy said. Bingo! Walter, do you remember the Lou Ellen affair up in Maine in 55? I think I do. Weren't they the communists who were charged with trying to overthrow the government? One in the same. Well, the Llewellyn case is the Laurel case. Al worked on that back in 1955? Wow! That's big league stuff. Albert Nolan ought to be ashamed of himself. He broke up an organization that could have made this country a paradise. By overthrowing the U.S. government? said, I need you to go to... <sighs> Darn it. What was the address again? Uh, it was... Uh, uh, hmm. uh, started with a, a B. Uh, Bayview, that was it. Bayview Road. 175 Bayview Road. If this diseased old brain is working properly. Who do you think is in the car? Probably the two men, and maybe the mother. They could be armed. Not as armed as we are. Besides, if they do find us, the homing device can be set to self-destruct. Are you ready to defend this compound and us with your very life? I am. I hear you. And I will obey you, my masters. Very good, Trudy. Very good. And now, the conclusion. Acting on new information as to Albert's whereabouts, Jim... Gladys and Lieutenant Carmichael are on their way to an address in Brunswick, Maine that was given to them by Colonel Isaiah Bradley Cutler, 
who recruited Albert to quell a communist uprising there nearly two decades earlier. Unfortunately, none of the occupants of Jim's car is aware that it has been equipped with a device which, if Albert's captors so choose, can be set to self-destruct. gonna take a right turn in about three miles, Jim. Gotcha. How much longer until we get there? With this traffic? About half an hour. Do you have any idea what we can expect, Walter? Unfortunately not. I wish I could have brought some officers along for backup, but with all the time my guys have already put in... We'll simply have to take care of this on our own. Jim, do you have your gun ready? Right here. Good. That makes two of us. Make that three. You have a gun, Mom? Of course I do. I'm the wife of a private investigator. You didn't think I was going to let you two men head into a dangerous situation without being able to help, did you? Where did you get a gun? Albert got it for me. Don't worry. It's properly registered. I've had it for years. In all the time I lived at the house, I never saw it. I kept it under lock and key, like everyone should. Until now, I've never needed it. You do know how to use it, right? Of course I do. Sorry. Don't you remember your father teaching you how to safely use a gun when you were a boy? Sure I do. Well, who do you think he taught all that to first? Let's hope none of us needs to use our guns. And that we're headed to the right place this time. I know we are. I can feel it. What will we do when we get there, Walter? I'm still working on that. We'll have to do some fast improvising. So much depends on what we find. Keep your guns at the ready. We have no reason to believe that George and Hannah Llewellyn's kids will be any more friendly to us than their mom was back at the prison. And if their kids are holding Albert, they're likely to have quite a grudge. We do have one thing going for us. What's that? The element of surprise. They don't know we're coming. Exactly. The element of surprise. They don't know we're coming. Exactly. (laughs) Is that so, young Nolan? Trudy? Yes, ma'am? I believe we have reached a turning point in our destiny. Please bring Albert Nolan to the control room. Move, old man. It would be easier without these chains. Please, Trudy. He is my guest. Welcome, Albert. I told you before, I'm Albert to my friends. Not to you. So, you still don't think we can be friends? Does this look friendly? I regret that the chains are necessary, but you did try to escape before. However, I didn't have you brought here to discuss the past. The control room? I'm honored. It's so seldom that I'm let out of my cell for anything. Don't you like your cell? Oh, it's wonderful. Two of the rats and I are on first-name basis. <laughs> are you always so comical? 
Only when the situation calls for it. To what do I owe this field trip? The circumstances of your imprisonment may be about to change. You're letting me go? How sweet. Hardly. Then what do you mean? Listen to this. The right hand, turn. Coming up, kid. I see it. Welcome to Brunswick, Maine. Oh, Albert, I hope you're here. He is, Mom. He is. How can you... Some time ago, we had a device planted in your son's car for just such an eventuality. Trudy. Yes. She saw to its installation. It was very simple. It took seconds, and your son was none the wiser. What have you done to Trudy? It's a matter of mind control mixed with hypnosis. Very effective. So I've seen. You don't approve? I would think that every man would want a daughter-in-law who is obedient. Not like this. She's not the Trudy I've come to know over the years. You made her dead inside. A cipher. Only when we choose to make her that way, as we have now, because it suits our needs. Free of our control, she is the same girl she's always been. You must admit that she has served us well. If it were not for her, you might not even be here. Seeing her here when I first arrived did throw me off a minute. And allowed us to get the drop on you. Exactly what we hoped for. We've been planning your capture for a long time. We wanted to be absolutely certain that our revenge is sweet. Don't go having your dessert too quickly. <laughs> there is that remarkable wit again. However, we have more important matters to discuss now. Your wife, son, and friend. What about them? All of them have, at one time, been close to this compound, but never this close. We believe they may actually find us this time. Never doubt what the good guys can do. Do you see this blinking red button? With a simple finger press, the transmitter in your son's car can be set to self-destruct. All three of its occupants will die. Bull! You don't believe me? You just heard them on the speaker. That doesn't mean you can blow up Jim's car. Doesn't it? If you are so sure of that, then press the button yourself. Why should I? So you're not sure? I don't know. You're just nuts enough to do it. How dare you! The truth is tough to take sometimes, huh? It would be very easy to kill them all without a second thought. Perhaps, though, the better thing to do is to bring them here to share in your captivity. They may be useful. Leave them out of this. I'm the one who broke up your netty would-be paradise two decades ago. They had nothing to do with it. Guilt by association, my sainted father always said. This is getting ridiculous. Why not just kill me and get this charade over with? It's been months. Kill you? We have no desire to kill you, Albert. Yet. You need to suffer first, as our beloved parents have. What would hurt you more, I wonder? Bringing those three here as captives or blowing them up? What do you think? I have no opinion. My plans for the future and for you did not involve those three. If you will not make a decision, then I will. Perhaps the toss of a coin. Yes, that would be a good way to decide their fate. Heads they die, tails they live. 
You have such a low regard for human life that you would decide the life and death of these three people with that coin toss? Why not? They are not believers in this great cause and therefore do not matter, except as pawns. Where's that sense of humor now, Albert? Cat got your tongue? Trudy, return him to his cell and tell my sister that I need her here. Right away. Another 15 minutes to Bayview Road. I hope Colonel Cutler knew what he was talking about. Don't we all? Jim, what is it? I don't know. What's wrong? The cow's not responding. I can't control it. Hit the brakes! Nothing. What's going... is now under our control. You are safe because we permit it. Do not attempt to leave the vehicle or turn off the transmission. Doing either will cause the automobile to explode. You will reach our compound soon. We will be waiting. Who was that? Did she say explode? That she did. Plus side, I think Colonel Cutler was right about the address. What do we do, Lieutenant? There's not much we can do, kid. Somehow they're in control of the car. The safest thing for us to do is sit back, keep our guns at the ready, and enjoy the ride. Did you do that, Jim? No, Mom. The ignition shut off on its own. But it didn't explode. Don't get too comfortable. They brought us here by some kind of remote control. Don't doubt for a second that they could have blown up the car if they wanted to. She called this a a compound. It just looks like a big house to me. And no welcoming committee. Strange. We can't stay in the car forever if Al's here. He's in there. Are your guns ready? Right here. All set. Then let's go greet our hosts. It's impolite to keep them waiting. See anybody? Not a soul. Me neither. What do we do? Knock? They must know we're here. They brought us here. Oh, they know we're here, all right. They're just not showing their faces. Let's go. Nice and easy. Welcome to our compound. We've come for Albert Nolan. Is he here? What do you think? Don't get smart with me, young lady. We're armed. You're not. Should I be frightened? I suggest you all put down your guns, if you wish to live. There's three of us. Why should we? You need to trim those hedges. They hide too much. 
The odds are now ten against three. I suggest you drop your weapons before my people feel the need to use theirs. Better do what she says. Okay. And you, Mrs. Nolan? How? Gladys! Mom, are you okay? The bullet hit my gun, not me. That was foolish, Mrs. Nolan. You are very lucky my man chose not to put a bullet in you. Yeah, lucky me. You are all now prisoners of the Llewellyn family. So this is the right address. That depends on what you mean by right, Lieutenant Carmichael. It is time to head inside now. But first, there is one bit of business to complete. Observe what the press of one little button on this remote can do. Holy cow. So you weren't lying. The fire will burn itself out shortly. That device we used ensures that. There's no sense in drawing unnecessary attention from the authorities. Now inside, all of you. This way. Now. Trudy! Jim, get back here! Jim! Trudy, are you okay? Get away from me. Huh? I said, get away from me. What's wrong with you? Look at me. Do not touch me. It's me, Jim. Your fiancé. I said not to touch me. Maybe now you'll understand that I mean what I say. I guess I will. Are you all right, Jim? My jaw may never be the same, but yeah. Help him up, Carmichael. Yes, ma'am. Is that really Trudy? It certainly is. What have you done to her? She's under our control. That explains everything. You're making her do all this against her will. For the greater good, Lieutenant. I would advise the three of you not to cross her again. Under our control, young Nolan, she is no longer your daffy bride-to-be. You shut your mouth about her! Jim! Hold! You're chivalrous. We'll have to remember that. Come now. There's someone waiting for you. Trudy, lead the way. Inside, all of you. Oh my God, Halbert. Dad. Good to see you again, Al. God. I missed you all. We'll give you some time to get reacquainted. Albert, do not make me regret the decision to remove your chains for your reunion. They can easily be put back on. Are you okay, Al? I've been better. Put her there, Walt. I've missed you so much, dear. Let me look at you. Dad, I can't believe it's you. It's been months. Calm down, you two. I'm thrilled to see some friendly faces. But you shouldn't be here. You've put yourself in great danger. To rescue you. You should have let me be. My life isn't worth your risk. How can you say that? We've been looking for you for months. Every night I've gone to bed wondering if you're alive or dead. Of course we had to find you. If the tables were turned, Al, you wouldn't have abandoned any of us. I suppose you're right, but now you're in the same danger I've been in. 
Mom and Dad Llewellyn were bad, but their girls are nuts. We have to find a way to get out of here. I've been trying to do just that, son. The Llewellyn girls' goons are heavily armed. I escaped once. They caught me and locked me up in here. I've probably been out of this cell since. How did they catch you in the first place? How about that letter? What have they done to Trudy, Tad? Have a seat. I'll bring you all up to date about what we're facing. Hopefully together we can do what I haven't been able to do alone. Trudy? Yep. I got here figuring out an easy case. After all, I've done this before, right? I started creeping onto this compound, and all of a sudden, Trudy walks out as sweet as you please. So they got the drop on you? <sighs> they did. I let myself be distracted just long enough for them to pounce on me. What have they done to Trudy, Dad? I'm not 100% sure, Jim. They said it's a mix of mind control and hypnosis. They can make her do whatever they want. Can we undo what they've done? I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you. But I don't. I'm sorry. When did they get to her? How? I don't know. She's been here off and on since the day I was captured. She planted an explosive gizmo in Jim's car. The Llewellyns really believe in this crazy cause of theirs. They think of their parents as murderers. You're the big bad wolf who ruined everything. Exactly. They want to punish all of us for what I dared to do 20 years ago. What about that note we got from you at the diner? It was like this. I refuse. Do you? <laughs> yes. Does this change your mind? It would be a shame to scatter that diminutive brain of yours all over the walls of this cell. You won't kill me. You need me. You and your little sister and your flunkies are having too much sadistic fun by keeping me alive. Fun must end sometime. Do you place such little value on your life? I won't let you play with my family's emotions. I won't raise their hopes only to have them dashed away. Family, of course. Trudy, get in here. Yes, my master? I need you to do something for me. Anything. Take this gun. Yes, ma'am. What are you doing? Nothing. She'll do it to herself. Place the gun's muzzle in your mouth. Yes. Now, just a minute. You said family, Albert. Trudy is almost family. I removed all but one bullet from the gun. At my command, your future daughter-in-law will pull the trigger. Perhaps her brains will end up scattered on the cell walls instead of yours? That would certainly serve as a reminder to you of who is in charge here. You wouldn't. Pull the trigger, Trudy. Wait! One chamber down. She will eventually find the bullet, Albert. Maybe on the next pull. <laughs> what do you think of writing that letter now? Horrible. No wonder you wrote that letter. I hated to do it, but... Perfectly understandable, Dad. Trudy would jump in front of a bus if they ordered her to. 
We'll have to figure out how to undo what they've done to that poor girl when the five of us get out of here. I'll drag the answer out of those Llewellyn sisters if I have to break every bone in their bodies to get it. Excuse me, Colonel Cutler. Uh, good morning, young man. Excuse me, I didn't know I had a visitor. Dr. Harkin's busy, but she said I should see myself in. Uh, the good doctor is a wise woman. You know my name, sir. You have the advantage of me. I'm Ben Timelty, Colonel. I'm with the federal government. Good for you. I served the country for years myself. A very distinguished record. Are you too kind? How is President Eisenhower doing? Uh, he's, he's fine. He, uh, he sends his regards. Such a dear man. I must remember to send him a note. Uh, how may I help you, Mr. Timelty? I need some information. I will certainly try, but this noggin of mine isn't what it once was. Uh, Alzheimer's disease, you know. Yes, sir. I'm aware of that. I'm sorry to hear it. Thank you. Such a pity to waste away like this. Uh, well, what can I help you with again? Some information. Ah, yes, so you said. Uh, what information? You had some visitors a few days ago. I did? Yes, sir. Jim Nolan, his mother Gladys, and my old friend Lieutenant Walter Carmichael of the Boston Police Department. I have to take your word on that. You don't recall them? Oh, I'm afraid not. This disease has a real number on the old brain pan. I, uh, I do remember a visit from Albert Nolan. Albert? Yes, he, he came by with his mom, and uh, come to think of it, there was a big guy with him. I, I think he said he was a man in blue. Dark hair, sideburns, and a bit of a mustache? Yes, yes. Are they the people you're looking for? They are. Do you know where they went? They haven't been heard from in a few days. We're concerned. I suppose they went up to Maine. Maine? Why Maine? Well, that's where the Llewellyn's old compound is. I'm afraid you lost me, Colonel. Yes, it's all coming back to me now, I think. Uh, sit down, Mr. Timilty, and I'll tell you all about it. As much as I can remember, that is. Should we begin in the morning? I think that would be wise. We've waited long enough. Who's first? I've been contemplating that. Young Mr. Nolan, I think. Why him? I believe taking him would make his father suffer the most. You're probably right. Jim Nolan it is, then. How about if we have his fiancée take care of it? We've been wanting to see how she'd do with such an assignment. <laughs> Wonderful idea. Good morning, everyone. I haven't seen you in a few days. Did you miss me? Terribly. That's good to know. I hope you all enjoyed catching up. Come with me, young Nolan. Why? Because I said so. We'll need a better reason than that. 
Are all the Nolan men this stubborn? Not only the Nolan men. Well, another county heard from. I was trying to be civil, but perhaps I need to rephrase myself. Come with me now, or Trudy will kill you where you stand. What do you want with him? That's none of your concern. The hell it isn't. He's my son. Gladys. And he's my prisoner. Are you coming, young Nolan, or do my people need to drag you from this cell? If you choose the latter, you'll regret it. Jim. It's okay. I'll go. Are you sure, kid? Yeah, I don't see that I have much of a choice. A wise decision. This way. Strapped in good and tight. Are you comfortable? As comfortable as a person could be like this. Where's the hood and skull cap? <laughs> you have your father's wit. The chair is not electrified, I assure you. Why am I here? Because of your father. You certainly know how to hold a grudge. It's been nearly 20 years. Give it up. Never! Give up paradise? Give up utopia? Your paradise. Your utopia. You can't decide what others want. Your perfect world won't necessarily be theirs. Once people see what our plans have wrought, they will come around. They will discover the true goodness of what my parents began. If what you want is so good for everyone, why did it fail so miserably the first time around? Mainly because of your despicable father. My dad may have busted up your parents' organization back in 1955, but he wasn't the only one against their plan. They had many more people against them than with them. Short-sighted fools. True saviors always suffer traitors. They were Judases to our Jesus. <laughs> You're comparing your family's plans for world domination to Jesus Christ? In time, people will realize that our paradise is the best for everyone. So you say... Enough of this. I will not debate the merits of our plan with the son of... Albert Nolan. We have work to do. Which is what? To make your father suffer. Trudy, proceed. The sins of the fathers. <laughs> What is it, dear? Jim's been gone for almost two hours. Aren't you worried about him? Of course I am. Then how can you be so calm? My getting upset won't do Jim any good. I'm trying to figure out a plan to get us out of here. Jim! Here's your son back. What did you do to him? What? You'll find out tomorrow, Mrs. Nolan. Al! You got him, Al! Yeah, here. Put him down easy now. There. 
I wish we had something more comfortable for him than this blasted cot. My baby, my poor baby. Look what they've done to you. Gladys, please. Jim, can you hear me? I hear you. What happened, honey? Trudy. Trudy did this to you. She was ordered to, and she did it. Ah, uh, tied me up uh, to make it easier for her. Uh, <laughs> heck of a job, huh? Do you feel like anything's broken, son? My chest kind of hurts. He may have some cracked or broken ribs. I hope not. We're here for you. Try to rest, dear. That sounds like a good idea. This is all my fault. No, Albert. Yes, it is. They know I value the lives of my family more than my own. They got me to write that damn letter by threatening Trudy's life. Now they want me to suffer even more by doing this to Jim. All this because I broke up their paradise. The sadists. They'll pay for this when we get out of here. They will pay. What is it? Is something wrong? That was Vega. She's heard rumors that the feds might be on to us. How? I have no idea. Is her source reliable? Very. What do we do? We'll have to pack up and move somewhere else. We can't allow the meddling of the federal authorities to destroy our plan. We've come too far, too close, and we owe our success to our parents. Agreed. Tell everyone to start packing up. We have to get out of here as soon as possible. What will we do with the Nolans and Carmichael? They'll only slow us down. Kill them. All of them? Yes. Let Trudy do the honors. That will be nicely ironic. Be sure that Albert is killed last so he can watch everyone else die. And Trudy? We'll take her with us. She may be useful in our new home. Careful, Jim. Are you sure you're okay standing up, son? Oh, I'll, I'll be okay. Uh, How's your chest feel? A little better. Maybe you don't have broken ribs. I hope not. Back so soon? <laughs> There's that wit again. You should have been a Nolan, Lieutenant Carmichael. That's high praise. You're standing, young Nolan. I'm surprised. Evidently you're made of sturdier stuff than I gave you credit for. Don't you forget it. Never underestimate a Nolan. There's been a change of plans. We're packing up. We have it on good authority that the feds may be on to us. Good. Not so good, Albert. For that reason, and since, as non-believers, you don't matter, you will not be coming with us to our new home. You will all die here. Now. You're just going to kill us? In cold blood? Actually, Trudy is. I'll let you decide, Albert. Who shall perish first, the queen, the pawn, or the brave knight of the police department? You choose. You don't actually expect an answer to that. I do. Who will die first? Decide. If I must make a choice, then I choose me. Albert. No, Albert. You will be the last. 
You will watch them all die one by one. Our gift to you. Trudy, since your future father-in-law will not make a decision, I leave the choice up to you. Mrs. Nolan's time in the chair was supposed to be later today. I choose her. Ladies first, a fine choice. Begin. Albert? Trudy, you can't do this. I can. Oh no! Grab it, Walt! Unhand me! Let go! Not a chance! Got her, Alf! Same here! We have your guns now, ladies. It's time for you to do what we say. To the control room! Gladys, do what you can for Jim and Trudy. Trudy, can you hear me? Jim. I'm here for you, honey. I'm holding you. You'll be okay. What? What happened? You've been shot, but we'll get you help. Just hold on. It's true. What? What's true? in front of your eyes when you're dying. Honey, I... There you are when we first met at the high school dance. Honey... Do you remember that? Sure, I do. You were so cute, even with that awful haircut. (coughs) Just hold on. (coughs) It won't be much longer. There we are, growing up. Dating... Here's the night we got engaged. Remember? Of course I do. Soon we'll be married. No, Jim. I'm not going to make it. Don't say that. Of course you are. Please, tell everyone I'm sorry. There's no need. There's no need. They made me do some terrible things, Jim. No. But there's one thing they didn't make me do. They didn't make me love you. That was my idea. (coughs) No! 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 It's over, honey. The Llewellyn's goons threw down the weapons as soon as they realized we had their bosses. Walt called the authorities and is holding everyone in the control room. How's... How's Trudy? She didn't make it. Aw, oh, jeez. Maybe you should talk with Jim. A son needs to speak with his father sometimes. Sure. Why don't you go help Walt in the control room? 
The cops should be here soon. Okay. GM. She's dead, dead. Trudy's dead. I know, son. I'm so sorry. I killed her. As sure as I pulled the trigger myself, I killed her. You did no such thing. She was going to kill your mother. The two of you struggled and the gun went off. It was an accident. Your bullet just as easily could have hit you. I wish it had. Jim, sadly, there's nothing we can do for Trudy any longer. I, I know. We have everything under control out there. The local cops are on the way. The Llewellyn sisters won't be causing anyone any more trouble where they'll be going. What am I going to tell Trudy's parents? The truth. <laughs> Easier said than done. I can do it for you, if you like. No thanks. I'll, I'll do it myself. I owe it that much. Now what do I do? That's up to you. What do you want to do? I guess I'll go back to selling houses to Mr. Scoble. I have another idea. I would like you to stay on it, no one investigations. And work with you? No. I decided to retire. It's time. What? I fell into the Lou Allen's trap too easily, Jim. I had plenty of time to think while I was in captivity. I'm not the Albert Nolan I once was. It's time for me to take down my shingles. You want me to run Nolan Investigations alone? Your mother will help. She told me how well you've been doing in my absence. You can do it. What if I need your help? I'll be around, but I don't think you'll need me. You'll have Gladys and Walter. Will you think about it? Sure I will. It sounds like the cops are on the way, son. Shall we go now? Are you ready? Yeah. Goodbye, Trudy. Dad? Yes, Jim. Let's get the hell out of here. Our regular cast, Russell Gold as Jim Nolan, Joyce Bender as Gladys Nolan, Brian Bedard as Lieutenant Walter Carmichael, Tracy Hall as Trudy Williams, and Katie Daynert as the narrator. Guest starring in this episode were Cindy Swanson as Rachel Llewellyn, Chris Cree as Deanna Llewellyn, Captain John Tadrzak as Albert Nolan, Ray Saltrelli as Ben Timothy, and Joe Stofko as Colonel Cutler. Jim Nolan, Private Eye, was created by Mike Murphy and Arlene Osborne. Father's Day Part 2 was written by Mike Murphy. The Jim Nolan, Private Eye theme was composed and performed by Vivian Dosko. Please hear more of her wonderful music at myspace.com slash Vivian Dosko. That's V-I-V-I-A-N-D-O-S-K-O-W. 
Producer, Captain John Tadrazak. Assistant producer, Mike Murphy. Mixer, John Specht. Script editor, Arlene Osborne. Webmaster, April Sadowski. Art director, Alexa Chipman. We would also like to thank Captain John Tadrazak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy, the author of this story, gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne in the betterment of his scripts. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Katie Daynert. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2011.